Welcome to Growing Spaces, a podcast that reflects on spaces and places where our experiences provide clarity of purpose and enlighten our lives. I am your host, Pamela Bonkyung. Growing Spaces looks at the journey when you leave one dimension and grow into another. This growth could be as relates to our personal lives, business, society and technological advancements in a constantly changing world. There is growth in failing, winning and observing events, people and processes. These lessons in hindsight fortifies our thinking, actions and directions, preparing us to face future challenges. This podcast will take a mostly reflective and soliloquizing approach with the occasional guests to help us on some of the technical topics. Stay blessed, multiply and flourish, but keep listening. Hello and welcome back once again. Today we will look at lessons from failure. Why are we so afraid of facing failure? Would it be so bad to try so many times and fail without measure, still never attain the success we desire and be able to make our peace with the undesirable outcome that is that failure? Success certainly makes the successful always right and the propensity for others to question your decisions are well, very slim. Because you see, if you are this successful, you must therefore be right. How can you be wrong about anything when your decisions work out so well? For those who fail, not once but many times, you bear the curse of not being listened to, seen as confused or not focused in life. Some successful people have gone through this phase and those who fall in this category tend to be very pensive before they speak and seldom make generalizations because they understand life's many shades of grey. For some, the rugrat race to success remains an elusive one, but does that make this category any less important? Why do we brand them as failures? We hail Thomas Edison and his team of researchers for creating the light bulbs, but what if after their 3,000 tests they still failed? Would we look at their work and learn from it and think, well, they really worked hard and weren't stupid to not have found the answer, but because they were eventually successful, the failures, or rather, shall we say, the times the experiments did not work, become inconsequential. But what if they hadn't? Looking at society today, one can see how they will be branded. Wasting of resources, waste of space, living in a bubble, that lot, and they'd be admonished to come back to reality and find a normal job. Even if that means it kills their reason for leaving, which is their spirit of innovation, and sucks the life out of them, going through the routine of societal expectation of normalcy. It is a hard place to be than being successful and all the attention it garners. This is because with success, no one doubts your abilities. But with failure, regardless of how intact your abilities are, the only exception of not having found your winning formula, you're doubly doubted. There is a certain assumption that you don't have a clue and you get patronised by those who by societal standards seem to have it together. 
The most painful thing about being a visionary or entertaining possibilities that those around you are yet to see or wrap their heads around is the inability to convince unless it is a success. You fail once or too many times and you are cancelled. This is not to say that some far-fetched ideas should be allowed to consume those we love without their being given some reality check at some point. Please do. But I like to think that those who have failed a lot have more to teach than those who are successful because if you only know success, once you taste deep-seated failure, the one that comes in dominoes and not just in a single incident, you come unraveled. I recall after the financial crash of 2008, the amount of suicide by those who could not leave to see their successful image tainted. Or you see stories of success whom everyone praised because they were enamoured by the millions and therefore question nothing. Those who dare to add one plus one and see it give six and not two are ruthlessly silenced and ostracised. Until the truth comes out and the sheep who flocked to the presumed shepherd scatter around and start pointing fingers at being duped. But they had eviscerated those who tried to open their eyes in the first place. Don't get me wrong, there is a lot to be learned from those who are successful. But there is so much more to learn from those who know failure deeply. So why do we tend to avoid this category as if they were a plague? I like to believe that they have more stories to tell which are more realistic than the many wonder stories of success. As a matter of fact, most people hide their failures because they want to be shrouded in the enigma of striking it big in their first or second attempt. But it is not so for the majority of people. And I think it is a simple fact of life we like to run away from. I chose to embrace this and always have a lot of questions for those who tried things that did not work out. This way I learn what some of their assumptions were going in that might have contributed to their lack of success or what they would have done differently in hindsight. To be fair, in this life nothing is 100% guaranteed. You can have all the winning formula and it still won't work. All we can do is try and give people a chance when they try. Howard Schultz, the founder of Starbucks, wrote a book titled Onward, How Starbucks Fit for His Life Without Losing Its Soul. This was a man who had fought his way to success, even stepped down from the board as chairman and CEO of Starbucks. But in 2007, when the financial crisis started, Starbucks was flailing and Howard Schultz had to step in at the time, fire the CEO and navigate the company from sinking. He talks about this journey in his book just mentioned, which I read. This was one of the pieces of advice he had to give. Grow with discipline. Balance intuition with rigour. Innovate around the core. Don't embrace the status quo. Find new ways to see. Never expect a silver bullet. Get your hands dirty. Listen with empathy and over-communicate with transparency. Tell your story, refusing to let others define you. Use authentic experiences to inspire. Stick to your values. They are your foundation. Hold people accountable, but give them the tools to succeed. Make the tough choices. It's how you execute that counts. But decisive in times of crisis, be nimble. Find truth in trials and lessons in mistakes. Be responsible for what you see, hear and do. Believe. Thank you for listening thus far. We have come to the end of this episode and I encourage you to go out there there, flourish and stay blessed. Until the next time, continue to thrive, flourish 
and grow.